Hey, hello. Welcome to the Nomad Tactics Podcast. Here we provide life-optimizing tips and systems for digital nomads. I'm your host, B, and I'm joined by the co-host, Mr. Jack. Today, we're going to talk about the different types of people you can befriend as a digital nomad. I will start with a quick summary of the episode. First, me and Jack gonna talk about the specific problem we are trying to tackle with this episode. Finally, we're gonna make the categorization of the different types of people you can befriend as a digital nomad, as well as the main characteristics of each group. I hope you enjoyed the episode. So, hello, Mr. B. Hello, Jack. So, I think today we're going to talk about the types of people we're going to meet or make friends with on the road as a digital nomad. And I think it prompts the question is, um, what do you mean by different types of people? Are you talking about like foreigners versus locals? Is that what you have in mind? So, yeah, Mr. Jack, I think in broad terms, that's correct. So, as a digital nomad, you can either uh, try to befriend foreigners like yourself or the locals of a place and there are some key distinctions between these two groups that are relevant in terms of uh, you know creating a social circle and befriending so later on of course we're going to go much deeper and break down further these two groups and make it very explicit the the key characteristics of each yeah i think that's a pretty clear explanation of the types of people we're going to talk about in this episode. But before we go deeper into that categorization or examination of each category, I think there are two questions I would like you to answer. And and the first question is, why are we talking about socializing as a digital nomad? So a couple of reasons. Some of them might sound a bit straightforward, but others I think are worthwhile to unpack a little bit more. The first one has to do with the fact that once you cover the basics of being a digital nomad, like making money online, you understand how to plan your trips, how to find accommodation, stuff like that. I think it's quite natural for people to want to add this human layer to their trips. In other words, to to be able to create social circles wherever they go. The second reason why I think talking about this topic is relevant is because according to some research I read, Digital nomads self-report loneliness as being their main problem. Would you agree with that, uh, Mr. Jack? Or do you think there are other equally problematic things within the digital nomad lifestyle? Yeah, I would say the loneliness is, is the number one issue for digital nomad. And uh, they are of, of course, there are other issues that are also important in the community, like uh, culture shock. It's something very hard to deal with, or let's say work and play balance. So, uh, of course, socializing is, is very important for digital nomad. But uh, why are we talking about different types of people you can meet and make friends with as a digital nomad? So I think there are two main reasons why talking about this specific topic is relevant. The first reason is because in this episode, we're going to describe the main characteristics of each of these groups of people you can befriend as a digital nomad. 
And once we make these characteristics explicit, you will be able to choose better, let's say, which group of people you want to befriend in the city, or at least you want to focus on. You want to make friends more with locals because perhaps this can, you know, give you a better glimpse at the culture, or you want to hang out more with foreigners like yourself because, you know, you think you can relate better to them. So basically, we are the, one of the aims of this episode is to make the characteristics explicit, and then you're going to be able to better decide which group going to suit you better. The second reason why I think this episode is relevant is because I think the categorization that we're going to provide in this episode will serve as some sort of groundwork to future episodes that also talk about socializing as a digital nomad. This is because distinguishing between these different groups of people you can befriend as a digital nomad is essential, especially when you're thinking about where to go to meet such people. So the basic idea here is that to meet certain types of people, let's say foreigners, you got to go to certain types of places. So this categorization is going to be very relevant when we talk about this other deeply related topics. Yeah, I mean, the older I get, the, the more I realize I like to hang out with certain type of people. And I think it's better to plan a little bit to meet the type of people you like, especially when the time is very valuable when you stay in a certain country. So let's go into the main topic of today, the types of people you can meet as a digital nomad. So Mr. B, as you said, there are two broad categories, which are foreigners and locals. And we subdivide these two categories into smaller groups because we think they are um, important distinction to be made. So for foreigners, we have tourists and digital nomads. So for locals, we have interested locals and typical locals. So Mr. B, why don't we start with tourists? So tourists, as you might imagine, are simply the people that uh, are in a vacation, let's say, and they are staying very short in a location. Um, I would say tourists are the easiest people to have fun with since they have very free schedules and a very carefree attitude. They tend to be very open to meet new people. I think the only exception is if they are ready with a group there. In a nutshell, I think tourists are great people to try to meet and befriend. The downside of befriending tourists is that, as you might imagine, they stay short in a given location. Therefore, you might be required to constantly change your circle of friends, let's say, because some of the tourists will come and then they will stay a while, then they're going to go away. And that might be time-consuming for you to constantly be updating your social circle. Yeah, I, I did meet a few tourists during my trip in Japan, I believe. Uh, we have some trip together, but they left a week or two, so I have to stay there by myself. In the end, I got to make more friends, like just like you said. So the next group is digital nomads, and we define digital nomads as people like you that work remotely and travel around. So yeah, a couple of characteristics here, if you're thinking about befriending digital nomads. The first one is that 
they might turn out to to be future travel buddies of yours and that's of course good they live similar lifestyles so it's not that hard for you guys to coordinate something and start traveling together the second characteristic is that they might also turn out to be good future work connections for you so you might own an online business if you befriend digital nomads they they might also own online businesses and you might create a good connection work-wise. Third characteristic, I would say that digital nomads are very easy to relate since you guys are going to have similar backgrounds. Both of you are going to be digital nomads, live the same lifestyle, sometimes have similar values. So that's great again. The fourth thing I would say is that digital nomads most likely will be looking for a social circle just like yourself. Therefore, if you proactively look for other digital nomads, they're going to also be willing to try to meet other people. The fifth characteristic about digital nomads is that similar to tourists, they have quite flexible schedules. Perhaps a little bit less than tourists because they still need to work online, but they don't have a nine to five. Therefore, it's pretty easy for you to hang out with them. Now thinking a little bit of the downsides of meeting digital nomads and befriending them, digital nomads, just like tourists, might stay little in a place. So this might require you to constantly look for new friends. Yeah, I, I did make some digital nomad friends and even got an internship from one of them. I mean, uh, I think like you said, they are great to hang out and then they truly understand the li this lifestyle. So I, I think making friends with them is, are the best. So you think digital nomads share, let's say, the same background and same lifestyle helps a lot? Yeah, you can say so, yeah. So going on to the next group is interesting locals. Uh, Mr. B, why don't you explain what it is? Yeah, so basically interested locals is the locals that are interested in meeting foreigners like yourself. So... Interested locals present a couple of characteristics. The first one is that perhaps they're the easiest group of all to make friends with because they are interested on people like you. So you can use that to your favor. Another characteristic about interested locals is that most likely they will speak English well since they are interested in talking and hanging out with foreigners. Third thing is that you could ask to do a language exchange with them if you are interested in the local language. So most likely they want to improve their English. And if you want to learn the local language, is a great opportunity. Another thing is that I think interested locals are easy to make friends with, comparing at least with what we call typical locals, because interested locals are, let's say, pre-exposed to the foreign ways. So there will be less of a cultural shock and it will be easier to create this friendship. Other benefit of hanging out and meeting interested locals is that since they are locals, most likely they will stay in that place for the entirety of your stay. Therefore, you won't be required to look for new friends. You can stick to that social circle. 
Another characteristic is that interested locals can provide you a good glimpse of the culture and they can show you the food, places people hang out, stuff like that. And finally, one last characteristic about interested locals is that if you are on a budget, they might know cheaper places for you to go. Foreigners tend to pay a premium because they don't really know where to go and the prices of things. So, for example, I remember when we were having our road trip and we were passing through Uzbekistan, there was this kid that as soon as he saw us, I think he realized we were foreigners, and he came, you know, came to talk to us and started asking a lot of questions. Very nice guy. Uh, but you could see he was really interested uh, on us simply because we were foreigners. And he showed us around. He, you know, showed the local food, showed some of the local sites. And, you know, it was great. I think if we haven't met that guy, we would have a, a much narrower understanding of the country. Yeah. So going on to the last group we have here is, quote unquote, the typical locals. What we're saying here is a local without any interest in meeting foreigners. I think the main benefit of befriending quote-unquote typical locals, this group of people can allow you to have the most authentic experiences. Another benefit of hanging out with typical locals is that just like the interested local, they most likely won't be leaving the place, so you won't be required to constantly be looking for a new social circle. Now let's think about some of the difficulties or the downsides, one could call, of befriending typical locals. The first one has to do with the fact that it might be a very hard task. And this is due to a number of reasons. First of all, they might be very busy because they're locals, because they already have a social circle there and stuff like that. Also because there might be a social stigma, depending on the country, to do with hang out with foreigners. Another possible difficulty is the language barrier. So typical locals might speak poor English and that's going to make it difficult for you to communicate with them. And finally, one last characteristic is that due to the fact that you and this other person are from different cultures, there might arise some difficulties understanding each other that might hinder your ability to develop the friendship further. Yeah, so this is the group I, I need to spend more energy on. Uh, I don't have much local friends in different countries, so perhaps I should try to reach out more. So, Mr. Jack, now that I talked about these four groups, so you have the tourists, you have the digital nomads like yourself, you have the interested locals, and you have the typical locals, I would like to know your opinion. Do you aim for a specific group when you're traveling as a digital nomad or you aim to you know do a sort of mix of these different groups yeah personally i like to you know with um digital nomads uh maybe mix with a bit interested local as you as you said i think it has the best perspective of the country so you have the foreign view of the culture and you also have a local taste um, what the things are happening on the country 
and I mean these two groups, as we will see in future episodes, they more or less hang in the the same places. So it's quite easy to meet both of these groups if you hanging out in these places. For me, I would say that in the beginning of my trips, I focused very much uh, in trying to meet locals, especially what we call today typical locals. And I made great friends, but with time, I realized that, especially on a deeper level, it's sometimes hard to, you know, really relate to them, perhaps due to the cultural differences, maybe it's the language to a certain extent. And then I started to proactively look for digital nomads as well. So I started to get more involved in the community. And now I would say it's a, it's a mix of perhaps all the groups. Yeah, so I believe this is the end of episode. I hope you enjoy this episode. If you do, please make sure to leave a review on your listening platform. This is Jack, and thank you for listening. Thank you very much. Bye.